Welcome. Y saludos, amigos. A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod. A pop culture pod primarily focused on film and television. I'm your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host. Jason, what's up, everybody? Glad to have you back uh, for a special episode this week. Yes, yeah, so we know that uh, this past Sunday, we... We we're all celebrating with our moms, hopefully for Mother's Day. So we wanted to have a special episode for the moms, <coughs> best on-screen moms that we could think of. We're gonna rattle some off for you guys. Uh, let's get into it, Jason. First off, how you been, man? Oh, good, man. Um, lucky to have my mom in town, so I got to spend it uh, with her this past weekend. Uh, we went to this uh, barbecue place that. It's funny. She had mentioned that she wanted to try this brisket sandwich that I talked about. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's one like down the street. This this place called Oso Brewery. Uh, it's a brewery uh, restaurant. <clears throat> really cool, man. Really cool vibes. It's where I saw the uh, World Cup. Uh, I don't know if I send you the video of like like the scenery and stuff. It was, it was pretty cool. Anyways, I thought that's where she wanted to go. And she's like, no. She's like, wait, wait what are you doing? I was like, are we going to go to Tempe, not Gilbert? I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, there's, you said there's this barbecue place in uh, Tempe that has like good brisket. And I was like, oh, mom, you're talking about Lucille's barbecue. I was like, fuck. So I'm getting ready to park. And it's like, and I, I see her face and it's like, she looks a little disappointed. I was like, mom, like, I'll turn around. It's Mother's Day. Like, we'll, we'll fucking go there right now. It's only 15 minutes away. Um, so we ended up doing that. Uh, ended up <clears throat> enjoying the food, dude. That place has some bomb ass barbecue. So she was happy. Uh, you know, got us some flowers, you know, did the whole Mother's Day thing. So that, that was cool. That's what we did on Sunday. So shout out to you, Mama. Love you. Thank you for everything. Um, yeah, it was, it was a special day. Uh, another special day was on Friday, this past Friday. The Lakers ended up beating the Warriors, closing it out. So now we're going to the Western Conference Finals, bro. That shit was dope. Um, not so fun on Mother's Day. Uh, uh, Eric, uh, Sixers fan, I uh, just want to say sorry to... Sorry to my brother, man. His, his team lost. They did. They just didn't come out to play. So I, I feel for you, man. I was I was really rooting for you guys. Uh, I wanted to see that Lakers Sixers finals potentially. I mean, we don't know if that's going to happen, but um, yeah, man. Sorry, Eric. There's still a chance but, for it. Uh, no, no, Sixers are out completely. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking Celtics. My bad. My bad. Oh yeah, no. Fuck the Celtics. No, no, no. <laughs> you know you want to see a yeah, final yeah. with them again, though. I do because I want a rematch and like it just. The, the way the story goes is uh, so the Celtics and the Lakers have the most championships in NBA history. Mm -hmm. Like they're tied for it by a so, lot. <laughs> yeah. They, they both have 17 championships. So the winner, if they play each other in the finals, the winner takes all and they're like, Oh, we have 18 and you have 17. So we're the best franchise ever. So, right. So it's like, it's it, there's, there's this ongoing thing that like the NBA is scripted, right? Like, Hey, this is going to happen. Right. Uh, it, yeah. It's funny because like there's a lot of stuff that's going on that really like shows that like it's going to be it? Lakers Celtics. I don't uh, know, man. Uh, the Lakers are playing Denver, the Denver Nuggets, and I'm really I'm really terrified of playing this team. Uh, they're they're big. Uh, they play good defense, and they have the two a two time MVP and and, and Joker. Um, so a back to back MVP. So I don't know. I'm a little nervous about that. Um, I want to give a shout out to a new listener. And also, just a shout out because uh, he was a, uh, a co-worker of mine. He ended up leaving for another company, but he came back just because he missed me so much, man. So I want to give a huge shout out to Angel. Um, pretty sure he's listening now, so I want to give a special shout out to him. Um, 
So, yeah. And uh, lastly, man, uh, the NFL schedule came out this past uh, week uh, for, for every team. And uh, as soon as the schedule comes out, you guys can buy tickets. So Jamie and I, we planned a trip to Denver uh, to go see to go to the Rocky Mountain National Park, but also to watch my very first NFL game uh, in Ooh, live. Yeah, so right. I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I've uh, although I've lived in Arizona for a while in the Phoenix area, I've had opportunities to go to NFL games for the Cardinals, but yeah. I've said no a lot just because I wanted my first NFL game to be at the Denver stadium, you know, my favorite team. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're making it happen, dude. I'm excited for it. We already got the tickets, uh, got the plane tickets. Uh, we just need to get the Airbnb and stuff and plan everything out. And uh, we're good to go. Uh, was going to go see our friend Haley, but she's going to be in Taiwan that weekend. So of course she will get be. to run into her. I know. Living Always the dream. Living the dream. Always traveling. <laughs> uh, what about you, man? Enough about me, man. What about you? Uh, for me, I, been slammed at work man so nothing very interesting this weekend i did go to my brother's wedding uh way down in nacogdoches texas well i guess not down up north in nacogdoches texas from me uh i'll, I'll say it's it's far from any big city uh, but it's right next to a national forest i had no idea there was a national forest here in texas that just goes to show how big texas is like, i'm huge yeah, I was, I lie. I did know that there was the Guadalupe Mountain National Forest, but I did not know that there was a national forest on the eastern part of Texas, which makes more sense because it's a lot greener. It's next to Louisiana. Uh, Davy Crockett National Forest, I drove through it. Beautiful drive to go to Nacogdoches, guys. Just letting you guys know, really pretty. Uh, I got to congratulate her. I was super happy to see him get married. Uh, but that's it for me. I did have... An honorable mention from last week's 90s cartoons that I felt like I just I had to bring it up because I don't know what I was thinking of not mentioning the Beetlejuice animated series. Bro, <laughs> I like the animated series, too. I, I, I can't believe right? we, we missed that, dude. That's I know. Crazy. I thought about it. and I was like, what the heck? I mean, maybe it's not 90s. Maybe that's why I didn't see it. But I I remember watching it as a kid in the 90s. So original release date was 1989, but I think it ran through the 90s. So, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, from 89 to 91. So, yeah, okay, yeah, four no. seasons. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But yeah, still, I mean, yeah, I guess you, again, if, from 89. It was the end of it was the end of 89 too. It was September yeah. that. It, yeah, we're gonna count it, guys. Uh, uh, we were. Uh, someone also mentioned uh, SpongeBob, but only season one because they are right. Only season one of SpongeBob came out in '99. The rest came out in 2000. That is uh, why but, we did not mention it. I think we said that in the episode. We did we? I thought so. Oh well, yeah. Uh, and season one of SpongeBob was definitely superior. After that, like it, it gradually gets worse. Um, I really enjoyed. Just, I really enjoyed SpongeBob for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Me, yeah, me too. But like, I think the the, the superior episodes were definitely the earlier ones. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one quick bit of news, Bob Iger finally announced that Disney Plus and Hulu are going to merge. They are going to purge some content, which means they're probably going to license it out to other things, which means Netflix, again, is going to get better than it already is because all these companies are now licensing their stuff back to Netflix and everybody's winning. Uh, that being said, I hope Funimation keeps their deal with Hulu so that they still have anime on there. I think Disney Plus... With the Hulu content and some anime, I think would be a really tough competitor to beat. 
that's just a huge amount of content. I would say that's arguably that's like that's just as big as Netflix. I would say maybe that's maybe I'm talking crazy, but I think I think it's just as big. Yeah, I'm a little nervous because we uh, I have a subscription with Hulu that includes uh, HBO Max, uh, Showtime, uh, just a bunch of other stuff. Like we we pay a hefty amount for it, live sports and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, comes with NFL Red Zone. It comes. I'm able to watch sports. Like, so the fact that it's merging with Disney, I, I just want to see how it's going to affect like our subscription package. Like, does it get away from HBO, right? Because it's its own thing, right? I, I have no idea. Um, so that's all I'm thinking about, like about this merger. Uh, not about like all, all the shows and stuff, but like how much like it's going to affect my pocket or will it save my money? I, off the cuff, I can tell you it probably won't save you money. But what I will say is that it's you'll still have your service. You might have to pay a little bit extra. <coughs> if I I'll, had to guess, just uh, keep my live sports. That's you know that, they're not going to really touch that. About. That's they're making money off of that. They're not. And I don't FX think shows. there's no reason to take that away. Yeah, and FX shows, FX shows, uh, mm-hmm. they're that, pretty good. You can like Dave Atlanta. Uh, well, that's been a big focus. Media. Yeah, that's been a big focus yeah. at Hulu since since Disney became the majority owner. So I, the again, bear, the bear. Right? Yeah, Hulu <laughs> and FX have just been <clears throat> knocking it out with shows, in my opinion. Yeah, and then to merge it with Disney Plus, you can watch Mandalorian. <clears throat> you can watch some of the Marvel shows. It'll it'll be a good it'll be good for consumers in that you don't have to go to as many places to find stuff. It's going to be in one place. Same thing with uh, HBO max and discovery plus when it becomes max in what, like 10 days, 11 days, it's going to be the same kind of concept. just an immense, immense platform with tons and tons of content. And that's, that's pretty much where all these are going. I'm surprised paramount plus is surviving, but here we are. Anyway, that's all i got for my news right now i actually don't have any trailers jason oh well uh before you get into that speaking of mergers uh peacock actually there's a news that just came out today uh recording on monday the 15th may 15th uh peacock is actually uh they they gave the nfl 110 million dollars for a year contract just to have the rights to the wild card games for the nfl that's it how much 110 million for one year just for the wild card games that's it that's how much money they make off those fucking advertising commercials on during the games that's, i'll bet you that that's insane right like just they the wild card games not the playoffs not like the actual legit playoffs like the the wild card just wild card so Dude, that's how many eyeballs are on the tv when football's on man that's crazy yeah crazy. Uh, football is definitely king in uh, the u.s um, obviously the American sport of all time is yeah, American football, uh, biggest sport in the world. Can't beat it. I don't think anyone will for a long time. F- football, you know what I'm saying? Football. Football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. You, you spoke mergers and I was like, Oh shoot. I like actually did have some news for you guys on that. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, no trailers. Um, but you got some TV land for us, right? Uh, cause I have no TV land cause I just been watching the Lakers play. So sorry on that, guys. I am watching the TV show, but I'm not going to bring it up until I am caught up on this stuff. Uh, so more to come on that. 
So I did, I just wanted to mention, to, since it is a Mother's Day episode, I did want to mention a female-oriented show. It is definitely aimed at the ladies. Uh, started Bridgerton. Uh, Gabby wanted me to watch the first episode. I get it. I get it. There's oh, with drama. that uh, sexy guy, right? Yeah, Bridget, yeah, chill out, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's <laughs> got, the he's, reason I know that show. He's got a name, dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's I, I, he's I a human being. His name, Reggie. Reggie. Jean Page. Yeah. Reggie Jean Page. I remember. Trust that. me, his name is burned in my fucking head. Gabby loves that man. <laughs> I told her I was like, you know what? If you ever meet him, and he says, "Hey, I need you," I'd be like, "I get it. You do. You do. You." Um, no. I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd I'd be like, hey, listen. That's that's a once in a lifetime. You go do you. Maybe uh, if he could buy us something, that'd be cool too. But yeah, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I started it. First episode. I mean, it's what I expected, but it's also fairly well made. Like those sets are crazy intricate. Uh, the clothing is intricate. I I would assume that they tried to be as accurate while also adding color and style as possible so it's pretty impressive to see of course there's a bunch of bitch ass characters but actually the two main characters are my favorites like they're the ones that i'm like all right these are pretty cool people so uh, it's not bad so far if she wants me to watch more episodes i will watch it with her uh, and i'll keep you guys updated on my journey so you're like you're like all right this is okay so far and like you don't mind like keep watching is what you're saying yeah, yeah, because yeah, she was like, I want you to watch it. I want to see what you think. Uh, I think she wants me to watch it with her because, like, they keep coming out with content for it, and she's pretty into it. And I got like her, like, the, the vinyl soundtrack. Uh, oh. No, just in general. Like, they just came out with a series about the Queen. Uh, yeah, I got her the vinyl soundtrack. It's, like, a hot pink vinyl soundtrack. And what they do is they do classical versions of pop songs. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, very, very well done. That was uh, the most impressive thing that I noticed. And I was like, oh, I got to get into this. They do some really good renditions of a bunch of songs that we definitely know. So shout out to the ladies and uh, Bridgerton fans out there. Uh, not, not too bad. Not too bad. Moving on to Ted Lasso. I have been waiting to mention this one. Uh, but I don't know how if you've started it or how far into it you are jason so it's on my queue dude like i am trying to watch this but we wanted we it was either like this or succession mm -hmm. um but we chose succession to to start watching and that's the show i'm watching currently right guy right now guys but i'm only in season one we talked about season one for a bit with luigi but i, I feel like it's only fair to if we when we're once we're both caught up to talk about it fully and give our opinions about it. So that's why I haven't said anything about it. But Ted Lasso was going to be the one that I wanted to, to watch on Apple TV, right? Yes, it's a much easier watch than than uh, Succession because yeah. yeah. it's all about positivity and they're thirty minute episodes. Whereas Succession is all about how terrible people are and the hunger for power and family dynamics when power and wealth are involved. So don't get me wrong. Succession is an amazing show, and it's probably a better show than Ted Lasso. First season of Ted Lasso, I would say, competes. Second season is great, but not as good. This third season, it's okay. If you're a fan, you're going to enjoy it. Otherwise, it's probably a skippable season. I hear uh, <coughs> Jason Sudeikis is just 
absolutely hilarious. Oh, he's great. He's great. Uh, that's kind of what I miss from him in this season. He's not as funny. Uh, he's almost not as present, almost like Jason Sudeikis is like trying to get himself out of the show at times, but it just, anyway. What I did want to mention is the show is ending very soon, and it's had its ups and downs this season, but I am definitely still interested in what they're doing, and they've had some good episodes. Some people loved. I personally loved some of those episodes, and some people hated them. We're reaching a point in the show where a lot of storylines are are working at the same time, and it feels a little bit cluttered. So we'll see how it ends. Um, I'll keep you guys updated. I don't want to say too much more because I know Jason's going to watch at some point. But Ted Lasso, guys, haven't forgotten about it. It's still it's still one of my shows. It still makes me feel better every time I watch that show. If I'm feeling down. Even the bad episodes, I'm like, oh, this was nice. This was just, you know, a nice, positive thing. <laughs> so, you know, the fun thing about Ted Lasso, you know how I got started, right? It was like an Olympics, right? It was for the Olympics, uh, like a commercial? Uh, I think it was like for the start of the English Premier League. And they asked Jason Sudeikis to be a part of it. And he pretended mm-hmm. to be a coach and like not like a football coach transitioning into <laughs> soccer coach. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> And uh, he knew nothing about it. And, like, it was just a hilarious sketch. I think it was through SNL when Jason Sudeikis was part of SNL. Uh-huh. Um, and they every, dude, they liked it so much that they're like, you know what? We got we to gotta make this a show. Um, but, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, like, how much they kept from it. But, like, I mean, that is the, the premise. Just... That is the premise. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot more to it, but it is a – an American football coach who yeah. becomes a soccer coach. So yeah, feel, feels like a um, like a Parks and Rec office type, right? Where they're they're breaking the fourth wall and talking to a camera because they know it's like a documentary that they're making. Um, no type of comedy. No, no I like no, that. Okay, not at all. Well, that's how the sketch was. So <laughs> okay, no, this yeah, one's yeah. this one's not like that. It's very much oh, okay. more uh, sitcomy, I guess. Not, not I mean, not too without sit- the it is laugh in the background. Yeah, without the it's no live studio audience. It's like real sets and stuff. But yeah, live I, studio audience. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's a really good show for a lot of reasons, especially those first two seasons. I'll stick with it for the next season. Uh, this third season wasn't the absolute worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Could it be better? Yeah. But some of the episodes I saw were pretty great. I just feel as though some of the storylines they were starting with, they kind of abandoned, and then they muddled a few. Now that the season is getting closer to its end, I think it's its end final, what, yeah, two, one or two episodes? So Yeah, I think so. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Oh, great. All right, man. that's well, it for me, TV Land. You, you, did you watch anything, Jason? I know it's been a crazy week. Uh, just watching the Lakers beat some booty, bro. We're the That's number true. seven seed in the Western Conference Finals. Jeez. Let's go, man. You know what? I will try to root for the Lakers. How about that? I will try to root no, for the Lakers. No, that's fine. Look, look, man. Look, I, 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 okay, to all the listeners out there, I understand the Lakers, man. The Lakers are like the Cowboys, bro. They're, they are <sighs> like one of the most popular team. Like people tune in to either watch them win or watch them lose. Because there's so many people that hate the Lakers. And I get it, man, dude. Like, I know some Laker fans that are just absolutely obnoxious and annoying. And you know what? Sometimes, and so I have a basketball group chat. Sometimes I kind of lean into that, dude. I like to be annoying. I like to troll. I like to troll the group chat. I really do. 
Uh, they think I'm being, uh, I hope they don't think I'm being serious. Although sometimes it, you know, when you're being sarcastic through text, but people don't know, you mm-hmm. don't think you're being sarcastic. Happens yeah, well, all like, the I'm, time. Star- yeah. I'm sarcastic like a hundred percent of the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun, dude. It's just, I kind of like, uh, I like, uh, poking the bear, uh, in our group chats, uh, most of the time. Uh, th- there's a few people that, um, I'll text on the side. I'm like, hey man, I'm, I'm just kidding. You know, I love you, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, w- I won't mention any of those people, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's all I've been watching again, and then catching up to Succession, bro, my friend. So. Same. I'm still on. I just finished season three, episode three of Succession. So we'll we'll get there. I hope I catch up to you like real quick because I think uh, after uh, we we get past the NBA finals, like we only have baseball, and you know what? I don't hate baseball, but it's just it's kind of hard to watch personally on tv at the on tv yeah, I love going I to the games such a blast always have a blast uh, but it's just just hard to watch on tv but go diamondbacks <laughs> <laughs> i thought i'm pretty sure you said go astros i agree um now let's get into feature presentation are uh, the ones that did the hard work in raising us for most of us uh, the ones who get the best of us, but they also get the absolute worst of us. They see it as our, they see us at our weakest, but they also see it as at our strongest. Uh, the most important person in most people's lives, the moms. A happy belated Mother's Day to the moms out there. Uh, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, without my mom, I wouldn't even be here. So. Let's get into the best on-screen moms to celebrate these amazing women in everyone's lives. Jason, you've got a full-on top 10. Now, I've got a few picks. I did not rate them, so I'm just going to throw them in here and there. Some of them I hope you guys find amusing. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, oh, Jason, <laughs> go ahead and uh, start us off. What, what's your number 10, but also... Uh, what inspired your picks for this Mother's Day episode? So I, I, there's there's a lot of picks. I just want to mention this, guys. There, there's a lot of picks for moms when you start looking into. So we're, we're picking fictional characters, whether it be shows, cartoons, or movies. Now, there's a lot of characters that you could put on this list, but if you really think about it, like, are they really good moms? So the way I ranked my top ten personally is from good like good moms you know because there there are some moms out there that i left out but i'm like were they really a good mom or do we just like them because they were funny or whatever reason you know what i'm saying so for number 10 i had to kind of start it off because i thought she was a good mom uh, although the reason why she dropped down all the way to number 10 for me is because she got herself locked in a loony bin in the second movie and I'm going with none other than Sarah Connor from Terminator 2. Oh, that's your number 10? Dang. That's my number 10, bro. And, dude, okay. So she she believes this guy. You know, he comes out of nowhere. And she gets chased by a freaking robot from the freaking future. And then no one will believe her. She ends up falling with this guy that comes back in time to try and save her. Ends up having a kid and saying the kid that you're going to have is, is, is our last hope to save humanity in the future. And dude, that's that's a lot of pressure if you really think about it, right? Uh, so what she, what does she do in the second movie? She has this kid, and she starts going crazy. And but she teaches this kid how to survive. Like this is what's gonna happen. Expect this. And like the whole time, the kid's like, "My mom's crazy, but I also love her because 
she's teaching me all these things of how to survive and stuff like that. And then in the end, it kind of works out in the second movie. But yeah, dude, she did, you know, she kind of, she didn't go crazy. She just kept trying to tell people like, this is what's going to happen. And they put her in a loony bin. So that's why she dropped down all the way to number 10 for me. But what a great mom, dude. She's, she did everything she could to save her son because she knows he is going to be the future and savior, a potential savior, like the last hope of humanity. So that that's crazy to me. Yeah, she's such a badass in that movie. And, and she's a badass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, every time I, I think about badass mom, she's like one of my top ones. So I def, I'm glad you, you put her in there. I think she's a badass. Uh, I'm yeah. going to go a little more sad with it because she's a great mom in the movie. And don't ask me about details. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. But Bambi's mom, and I know, I know what you're probably thinking. Oh. Well, how good of a mom can she be? She died. Well, first off, rude. Second off, you know, that's a fair point. But he's, she still had a pretty big influence on him. And her death was devastating to him. That's how close yeah. they were. It was early on in the movie too, right? I haven't seen Bambi yeah. in a long time, but, but it's, I think it's fairly early in the movie. Yeah, yeah. She showed him how much he cared. Yeah, she taught him how to like make it through the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bambi's mom. I don't even know her freaking awesome. name, but yeah, she did everything she could to save him from getting shot from that um, that hunter too. You know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the reason she ended up dying. So. I would, I would agree. I would agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, yours in no, in no particular, in no particular order, right? No particular order. Uh, but this one probably would be on the lower end if I had to pick. So Bambi's mom, a great, uh, great mom, son, little story, minus the fact that she dies, but sweet mom gets everybody, gets everybody choked up in that scene. It really does. It really does. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Like Same. I think the last time I saw that movie, I was like a child. Six. But it it, it sticks <laughs> with you. Like you remember that that one scene. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember like the it, it felt uh, horrifying. You're like, Ugh. oh my god. He just watched his mom get like straight fucking murdered. You know, in 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 that perspective, it's you just watched your mom get fucking murdered in cold blood, and then these people ate her. They took her to eat her. Yeah, I, so I it's pretty never, rough. I could never. Anyway, Jason, let's move on to the next one. I took <laughs> it to a dark place. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So number nine, I'm gonna keep it a little lighthearted. I'm gonna go with uh, Dexter's mom, dude, and Dexter from mm -hmm. Dexter's Laboratory, dude. She's a good mom, dude. In every she episode, is. you see her cleaning or cooking, and she just, she's just always caring for her kids, man. BD and uh, Dexter, dude. Um, I'm glad you put do, her in there too. <laughs> dude, she uh there's this one episode where I think uh, one of the kids forgets their lunch. So she fucking or I think Dexter's gonna be late and she fucking gets Dexter, puts her on her behind because she had a fucking massive dumper. <laughs> um, just riding him to school and shit. Uh she was a great mom, dude. Like in every episode, uh just always had the house uh she, very fucking um clean. Like the most, the cleanest person you fucking know. She had the fucking always wearing those gloves, and she just had she was had that OCD about. She was a germaphobe for the most part, mm -hmm. uh, from my understanding. Um, and I love her for that because um, I do like a clean house, and uh, except my room, uh, the room I my my personal room, it's my space, it's cool, but 
everywhere else around the house has to be clean. So I, I respect Dexter's mom for that. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. Um, great pick. My next one. Now listen, listen. Before I say this, <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be some backlash here. And mind you, she still always looked out for her son, whether or not her own issues were causing him, uh, causing him some some problems himself. That's just a reflection of how it is in real life. I'm talking about the mom in Babadook. Okay, I haven't seen Babadook, so you gotta you kind of gotta explain oh. this one for me. Uh, okay. I uh, you haven't seen it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna see it either. So you you can ruin okay. it for me. Okay, so so the idea of Babadook is that it's actually just a really big metaphor for depression. Uh, oh, okay. And and you can see throughout the film how the mother's depression is slowly affecting the son, and it's it's pretty much poisoning the son, which is the Babadook, right? The Babadook is like the boogeyman, and obviously they use horror elements to tell that story. Uh, but the whole time she is trying to protect her son. She does go off on him in one scene, but I mean, I don't know about you, man, but. <laughs> I, I don't know a whole lot of moms that haven't gone off on their kid every once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking life. You know what I, I mean? So you, I, I don't, I don't yeah. hold it against her in the story because she is going through some shit. And it is difficult. And he is having a hard time with his own version of depression because uh, his dad died, her husband. I'm pretty sure that's why. Yeah. So they're both dealing with depression in a ways that create this monster. And she's projecting more of it onto him as well. Uh, so in a way I get why people would be like, that's not a good mom, but honestly, I mean, she's fighting through it. That's the most you can ask a parent, right? We got to be able to be forgiving. Yeah. Too. So I had to put crazy. her in there. Yeah. I, I respect that. Like it's, uh, the things that you do for your kids, even though like you're not people make mistakes. Like, yeah. I get that. Okay. I, I respect that. I respect that. Uh, for me, I'm going to the Quentin Tarantino realm. And I'm gonna pick the bride, uh, Uma Thurman, oh, and oh, Kill Bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, she's Go doing on. every. She's doing okay. So at first, she is. She doesn't know her kids alive, right? And she's just doing everything to get revenge. But once she finds out that kid's alive, she's like, "What am I doing? I this is this is exactly why I took her away from this because like I just went on a terror. Like I killed everyone just to fucking get the." back to the person that killed me or tried to kill me, killed my, my, my husband. And for all I know, killed my, my baby. And I died through prank. Uh, you know, uh, she didn't make it because I got <coughs> shot in the head while I was pregnant. So the baby didn't make it. Um, so yeah, do you like just her story and like seeing her at the very end, like seeing her daughter or just finding out that her daughter li lived. Yeah, dude, it's just a, a nice little redemption story, taking her out of that life and making sure she doesn't have a life that she has. So that's why she falls to number eight, because obviously, you know, we all have a past and stuff like that, but it came back to haunt her. She could have had a, a better life too. And she obviously great. She left to have a better life, but it came back to her and bite her in the butt 
and she she's without a father, even though the guy that killed her became the father. Like it's it's a fucked up situation. But um, I at least wanted to bring that one up because I think she is really a good mom and she fought back to get her kid back. So <coughs> great, great pick. I like that one. I, I still gotta watch Kill Bill with Gabby. I know she's gonna like that movie. Oh uh, man, you haven't watched it, Gabby? Gabby, uh, watch it, bruh. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great, great set of movies. I like uh, my, volume one just a little bit more than volume two. Yeah, I agree. Volume yeah. one was like just because the action in volume one was yeah. so sick. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, the sets were amazing too. Every character was just fucking cool. Um, but, I mean, and the blood scenes too. Tarantino, but you know, yeah, you get me. <laughs> yeah. All right, my next pick <clears throat> is gonna take it to a more comedic place. For those of you who grew up with this show, I know I did, watching it with my mom, in fact. Uh, the Golden Girls, Sophia Petrillo. That is uh, uh, yes. Dor- mom. Yeah, I thought she was hilarious. And when she needed to give serious bits of advice, she did. She, she, is, she, yeah, brought she, Dor- took- she brought all of them back down to earth when things were getting a little too crazy. Yeah, I, I, I respect that. Yeah, she's like, I'm the old, like, because she's getting older and she just, dude, her little, uh, like, just comebacks were just so fucking hilarious. Like, oh, man, R.I.P. R.I.P. to all the Golden Girls. We, we lost them all already. Um, That's right. That's right. <laughs> Betty White was the last one, right? Yeah, she was the last one. Yeah. Oh, it's too bad. But yeah, that was one of my picks. Like, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Sophia Petrillo from the. Golden she was Girls. my favorite from the Golden Girls. Sophia absolutely, Petrillo. absolutely. Yeah. She was hilarious, dude. Um, I still don't know like where because I, I, I would probably put her at my number one because she was the funniest, and like, I flipped from Betty White and Blanche, so Rose and Blanche. I, I flipped from that. Like, who's number two on that one? Mm, I see. Yeah, I I definitely like Rose the second most, and then for me it's a flip between Dorothy and Blanche. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, Dor- Dorothy is definitely my last. Well, again, I loved all of them. Like I think they were a great ensemble. You know, so yeah, I just I, I, I really like you... I like sarcastic humor. Like if it's done right, and she yes. did fucking great oh, sarcastic amazing. humor. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Man, I man, tuning into Golden Girls. That's <laughs> crazy how we were all into that, as kids. It's so funny. Yeah, dude, um, Nick at Night, too. I'd watch tons of Nick at Night, bro. Uh, but yeah, we'll get too. into that another time. <laughs> Jason, what's <laughs> your next pick, man? Yo, so uh, this one, I think why it had to be my number seven is because uh, of the second movie to this to this film. Uh, so it's from it's a movie character, also a comic book character. Uh, but I'm going to go with Queen, Queen Romanda, um, the Black Panther's mom. Wakanda. Yeah, for uh, strong woman, but she loves her son, and she, dude, she went through a lot of turmoil uh, with within both those movies, losing her husband. uh, So T'Challa had to take over, and then losing T'Challa, and then getting her daughter kidnapped. But she was staying strong for her country. That's tough, dude. That is tough. She had to make some hard decisions. Um, She did what she could for her kids. Her kids just made some crazy ass choices. At the same time, when you're trying to lead a country as well. And, yeah, uh, yeah all, all the choices that she made, I think, were the right ones. Um, but still staying strong uh, within that character. And uh, did she get robbed for maybe Best Supporting Actress? Probably. Mm, maybe. Who won again? I think so. Shoot, we talked about it. 
Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm, ah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, I think it should have been Angela Bassett. I you could tell she was visibly Bassett. upset too, and I was like, I, I hear you. Yeah, you yeah. Probably should have had that one. Yeah, so I, I'm putting her out there because you can tell, you can see it in the movies how much she loved her fucking kids, and she would do anything for them. And um, spoilers. She ends up leaving us, right? Trying to save her country. So true that, true that. Um, and by the way, guys, I did not put Michelle Yeoh's character in my list from Everything Everywhere, only because uh, she seemed like an unhappy mom for too long of a period of time. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like she was unhappy most of her life, which is not a great effect on her daughter. Which yes. is the whole premise of the story. Like, yes, yes. redemption, absolutely. But I'm, not, I'm also not going to put her in my my ten. Oh, name. just saying, just saying. Yeah, 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 she's not in there for me either, guys. Spoilers. Um, yeah, yeah, for that same reason. All right, so my next pick. Uh, this one is a very popular pick. Most people would think of this one pretty quickly. Uh, Sandra Bullock in Blindside, playing uh, Miss Tooley. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you didn't like the movie, right? I know that he, even the player said that it was uh, overdone. Yeah, overdone, way overdone. But I think her character as a mom, first off, most, I think, a, not most, I can't say most, a lot of women do like that movie and they like the, the story that's there. So respect to that because there's definitely a clear relationship that she has with her son that is special. And you can see that she truly cares about him. She truly does. Yeah, I mean, I mean, good, good for her too. That 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 the real woman um, realizing this kid is actually a good kid, growing up in the hood, taking him in and actually adopting him and taking him in as their own. Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a so, it's a great story. Um, it, it was. I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. And I know. Shout out to my mother, who I know is a big Sandra Bullock fan. I put this one in here for you, mom. Uh, shout and out to you. too. She's what? She's a listener, too. She I'm... is a listener. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I put that one in for you, especially because... So my mom's favorite movie. If I had to pick one favorite movie, it's While You Were Sleeping, starring Sandra Bullock. Like She loves that movie, so she loves pretty much anything Sandra Bullock, and it's a good movie. <laughs> hey, I love, I love me some Sandra Bullock, too, man. Miss Congeniality, get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great choice. Great choice there. <laughs> but yeah, that was my next pick. What about you, man? Uh, so for my next pick, I know we're all getting warm hearted here, but I want to kind of like uh, just keep it, um, you know, make it a little bit more fun, dude. So I, I had to put someone comedic in this one uh, because we all love her. And she's actually a really great mom as well. Barry uh, definitely made this kid a mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, same, same. Kitty Foreman from that 70s show, bro. (laughs) (laughs) The coolest fucking mom, man. She was such a great mom. Dude, not only that, like, she reminds me of my mom. Uh, Mom was not that funny. Uh, Sorry, mom. That's just the truth. Um, But, dude, she reminds me of my mom because she took in all 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 of Eric's friends, like Kelso, Hyde. Like all of them, and like made you like, all right, they can come hang out around the house. She made them food and stuff, and like she cared about each single person because 
they were Eric's close friends. So mm-hmm. she knows how much they meant to him. So mm-hmm. she took them in as well and was a good parent because of that. Uh, I love that, dude. And uh, I think that's Kitty Foreman's a great mom, a mother figure, not to just to Eric, but like all these other kids. The and entire she, friend group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The entire friend group. And even though she knows like they're doing like all these other stuff that they shouldn't be doing. She also kind of just remembers like I was a kid once. I know the stuff that they're doing. They're going to learn on themselves because I know deep down inside they're all good kids. Right. Yeah. Um, you got that mama's intuition. Right. Like it's like there's these kids that I don't like that you shouldn't hang around with. Yes, shouldn't. dude. And they're always yeah. right. They're always they are always right. right. How'd you know that? It's crazy, bro. There's literally one friend that my mom never liked. Turns out was not a good friend. You know? Yeah. And it was crazy. Everyone else she loved. It was like, That's I always funny. liked him. I always liked him. What? That friend of yours, because my mom met that friend of yours. Uh-huh. First time she met him, she was all, don't trust him. That's, oh, like, what? that's so She's crazy, all, right? Don't trust him. I some, There is something off with him. Yeah. Sure enough, that guy ended up being a terrible person. So mm-hmm. it was, I was like, oh shit, okay. That's crazy, right? Yeah, mama's intuition. Sometimes they're right. Most of the time they're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good one, good one. Oh, All right. Yeah, yeah. They follow the heart. So yeah, shout out Kitty Foreman on that. My next one is another sitcom mom, also movie mom, Morticia Adams. Oh, yes, dude. She, she was going to be in my top 10. But like, you know- Go ahead, go ahead. It well, now that I think about it, like she should have, just because she embraces her kids and what they love. Right? That's like exactly Wednesday. what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Like Wednesday, right? She loves terror horror and it's like, oh my god, you remind me of something. she just lets them kids embrace themselves and do what they love most. Cause she knows deep down they're like they're good people. And obviously the Adams family, they're all fucking weird, right? So um but that's the beautiful thing about the Adams family. Like, if you watch it, uh, both both Morticia and Gomez are such. In terms of how they raise their kids, they are such positive parents. I it's yes. wild. Like they support their kids in everything they do. Uh, there's never an air of negativity in their interactions with their kids. I think the only time I've seen it is in the Wednesday show, but the, you know they have some issues there that they they clearly want to and are trying to work out. So I just thought she'd be a great pick just for for her sheer uh, and utter support of her kids and no matter what. No, I love that. I honestly, in the Wednesday series, I don't see that. Some of like, their uh, animosity towards each other? Oh, like them as parents or like towards Morticia? No, Morticia and Wednesday, Morticia and Wednesday the relationship I, I she has. They're, they're so alike. <coughs> but Morticia... Morticia sends her to that school because, like, oh, you would, you're gonna love it. And what happens to Wednesday? At first, she's like super, like standoffish, mm-hmm. and she's like, so I try to get someone tried to kill me, and all this blah blah. blah. I was like, I think I'm gonna love it here, you know. So in the she's end, right. like, I think more. Yeah, moms she's are like, always yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, moms are always right. So, but yeah, the animosity, but I think is Morticia was doing it just for the best of her daughter. So that was cool. Because again, what what, what did what did Wednesday really do? To get her sent to that school, she was protecting her little brother. Mm-hmm. And we're just they like, know when yeah, you, you can't throw piranhas in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, they know when you got thing. a good heart. <laughs> exactly. All right, what's next uh, for you, man? All right, so for me, the next one, uh, we went Kitty Foreman at number six. Uh, number five, 
man, I fucking love this movie when it first came out. Um, the Disney version of the cartoon series Tarzan. Call it, uh, man. Tarzan's, oh, that's Tarzan's a adopted pick. mother, bro. The gorilla mom? The, the gorilla mom, yes, dude. Oh, yeah. That's bro, a she did not have to save this human being. Knowing very well that human beings do not interact well with gorillas, and usually they might hunt them down, as we'll later see that down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the father figure was like, We can't trust him, he's a human, you know how humans are, blah blah. She's like, But he's a fucking baby, and like it just she lost her fucking uh gorilla baby to the, the jaguar, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. And and then that song with uh what's his name? That the uh, Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Oh, You'll be in my heart. Yeah, you, uh, oh, dude. Oh man, one uh, of the best moms. Yeah, that's a great pick, man. I gotta give that one to you. And shout out to the Phil Collins song, man. Still, still hits. You know what I'm saying? Still, dude, hits. Phil Collins did not have to go so hard on that Tarzan animated series <laughs> movie, but he, he did. really did. He did amazing <laughs> on that whole fucking thing. Very much like uh, Elton John doing the the main the Lion theme. King. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that was shit was amazing. Uh, still makes me cry i hear that song I'll definitely cry uh but yeah dude fucking her bringing just a kid and willing to take her as her own beautiful should be higher on my list but it was just a movie so uh there, there's some other movies that uh that i have on there but still <laughs> yeah we could have made tons of lists so <laughs> i'm gonna go into my next pick jason i know you may disagree but hey Sometimes a mom's got to do what a mom's got to do. I'm going with Pamela Voorhees from Friday the 13th. That turns so <laughs> out to be the killer of all the people that did not take care of her son at Camp Crystal Lake when he drowned because they were too busy fucking. Okay. I say uh, she had very good reason. She was just trying to get some payback for her son. Who ends up? Spoilers alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this 1980s movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he like comes out of the the lake and is uh, actually alive after all. After the whole sequence goes. So the mom, she was just, she she heard her son from the lake. You know what I'm saying? They had a connection. When you put it that way, uh, yeah. Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah, she she cares about her son and he was getting bullied. And, you know, it's only a face. So she killed some people after he drowned, you know? Um, (laughs) Well, what would I do? I don't know. Maybe I'll do I don't know. I'm just saying it's not the craziest thing ever. It's not the craziest thing. Sue, file a police report? I mean, if you want to be legal. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're gonna they're not gonna care about that little ugly kid pretty much, right? Uh, As well was it the uh, whole deal, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But all right, that was my pick, Jason. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I brought you over to my side with this one. Moms, let us know what you think of that one. Just saying, I know some moms that would kill some people. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I, I know a lot of moms that would, would kill for their kid. I, I, I get it. <laughs> but the way she did it, maybe not so much. <laughs> some of those kids didn't deserve it. I was like, I'm not the one that drowned your kid. That's all yeah, I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so my next pick, who is who's not afraid to kill for their kid, and... Um, what number do you have this one at, by the way? Number four. Number four. Number four. Okay. Um, none other than Stranger Things, Joyce Byers. 
Great pick, man. Great pick. Jesus. Bro, she Unyielding. never gave up hope. Yeah, yeah, never gave up hope, dude, that her son was still alive. And pe- even though people thought she was crazy when she was seeing signs, and there was just Will being in the upside down, giving her signs that he is still alive, she never gave up hope. And, man, that's, I know I've, I've, I love true crime, and I know all too well about these stories about moms that just refuse to give up if a kid ever goes missing. Mm-hmm. Just refuse to give up that if there's no body, then he must still be out there. I'm never going to give up hope. And um, man, I can't imagine uh, what parents go through that. Um, and you kind of see it in, in the first season of Stranger Things of how much she loves her kids. And uh, even throughout the, the story, she's still fighting for her kids, right? With all these monsters and stuff. Great yeah. mother. Great fucking mother, you can tell you love your kids. I will, I will knock her for one thing. Maybe she could have spent a little more time with the older son. Uh, yeah, looks like he was going through some things too. But I get it. You know that one was the one that was missing. So, uh, definitely great pick, man. Great pick. I, I love how she like legitimately her drive is practically what runs the show. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Fucking great character. All right, my next pick. My next pick. uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about this one, but I think, again, a very. I'm going to do a twofer if that's okay. That's fine. I think I know where you're going. You you do. Uh, (laughs) One is actually, they're both very positive characters. One, actually, no, both are also in a very positive characters in a very sad story. Um, Scarlett Johansson did two amazing mother roles, I think, like back to back. Yeah, in I would say it was Jojo back-to-back. Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story because she is a great mom in that movie. Like, she really does work her ass off for those kids. And she gave up a lot of things for those kids, too. Uh, and in Jojo Rabbit, I mean, she is just, just like we were talking with uh, Morticia Adams, this woman supports her son every which way and still guides him through life in in a very important way i think uh in that movie she was also protecting him because she knew where they lived and she let him kind of get blinded by uh the government and you know obviously him supporting hitler and stuff like that and she let him do that because if he didn't he it'd be treason right so she let him do that but also outs inside of the house like taught him morals so he was able to make his own decision when right when it got to the climactic part and deep down inside he realized like oh this is wrong like he found out for himself because his mother was fucking just dropping little hints at him and actually being a good person no matter what um Mm -hmm. no matter what the media is telling you or what uh the world outside is telling you and teaching you these things I think that that was a beautiful moment and that's a great pick. And I'm sad. I didn't have it in my top 10 until I saw you post about it. So. Yeah. And the worst part is spoiler alert for Jojo rabbit. You may want to skip if you have not seen this movie again, 2019 film. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. When she like, you know, it's going to happen, but when she fucking dies and he finds her hanging, Oh, my. For being a traitor because she was supporting the Jewish uh-huh. community. Uh-huh. Oh. oh my God, that scene hurts me 
watching it every time i'm like oh no kid no not her too not her too like it's it's crazy that this story is so comedic but it is sad it is fucking sad yeah whatever taika waititi's like best films that he's made yeah definitely i would say it's top two if i had to really start putting taika waititi movies in one place but yeah that's my pick and then of course marriage story as i mentioned great fucking mom even through the divorce like both of them do a great job of not getting their kids into it as much as humanly possible uh so that was that was nice that shows that they they truly do care about the kids and they cared about each other just you seen this you seen marriage story i haven't i hear it's a good movie though oh it, it's okay i'm it's not okay. spoiling anything yeah yeah i'm not spoiling okay. anything. It's... i i know i know it's about a divorce them going through a divorce and stuff i've seen the Ooh. scenes where like it's like that they're both arguing in the house like i've seen that through like tiktok i think it's oh. the movie with good soup right hmm. good soup right i think so i think so yeah i don't know yeah but i i just seen a lot of uh through like little skits like little bits and pieces of the movie and yeah, Adam Driver memes too, right? With I'm Adam Driver, sure. Adam Driver <laughs> yeah. and Scarlett Johansson, like some some of the best acting I've ever seen, especially from the two of them in that movie. Like I I hold that movie in very high regard. It is hard to watch, and I think if you have gone through that, I haven't. Uh, my parents divorced when I was very like I was an infant. Well, I was a toddler, uh, so I don't remember it like that. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it would trigger or like be a form of therapy. So just be forewarned. If you haven't seen it, it is uh, it's pretty raw. Like it is, it is a very good movie. I yeah, I hear it's I hear it's tough and like a good depiction of it or how it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy because you could tell, like, like I mentioned, they love the kids and they do love each other. I think they weren't in love with each other anymore, but they still cared about each other. And that kind of gets lost along the way. And uh, they both kind of regret that towards the end because they are both good people. That's kind of, it's, that's what makes it the worst part is that like, they're not bad people. It's just sometimes these things get out of your control. So uh, good movie. Sorry. I'll stop rambling. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, for me, it's going to be another emotional one. And uh, although she's not a mom to this character, she is a mom. She's she's a grandma, but she's still a mom, obviously. And uh, this movie came out, was it last year? It was last year, and I, I felt it should have won for Best Animated Movie, uh, personally. But none other than Connie, uh, Marcel the Shell's grandma. Man, she fucking loved uh, Marcel, dude. And she did everything that she could to make sure that he stayed happy, even though she was in her final years, final days. And she wanted everything to do to make sure that he stayed hopeful and just be that good kid inside. And she wanted to make sure that he did not feel like depressed or anything like that. She just wanted to make sure like, I want him to still be that same jolly kid. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she struggled to keep herself alive, make sure that she felt good just to, just so Marcel could keep hope that he could find his parents someday. Oh man, yeah. great grandma! You know, I'll 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 give that one a pass. A lot of people get raised by their grandmothers, uh, grandmas who play the mom role. Shout out to you too. 
Because that's that's a pretty common thing sometimes, like by circumstance or, you know, just things things happen. I guess that's the circumstance. Whatever the circumstance may be would be the better way to say it. Um, shout out to you guys because that Connie is a great example of that. Yeah, oh, great choice, man. Great choice. Oh, thanks, on. brother. Uh, I know. Spoiler uh, alert! Dude, was... Spoiler alert, guys. There's a lot of spoilers. You know what? Spoilers from for the whole episode. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when she does, you know they they do a good job of killing off the mom characters. Sorry, moms. Well, we I got know, Bambi's right? mom that dies. We got Connie that dies. That's that's. We've got a few more that oh, uh, Scarlett, Scarlett Jones and Jojo jo- Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit, yeah, dude. It's I've got a I've got another one. Oh, you got yeah. one more for us? Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, so what do you got for us? Don't break my heart. Okay, I'll wait on that one actually because I did want to mention. Now you know what I'm going to mention it now. Fuck it. Since we're on the subject, I don't have mine in a specific order. Aunt May in. Spider-Man, the Homecoming, oh. no, Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home uh, trilogy. She's lucky in that she had three movies to develop the character enough for you to really see like what she does for Peter. Um, I, if if you tell me she's not his mom, uh, you don't know Spider-Man. You don't know Spider-Man. Yes, we know she's his aunt. And uh, there's a backstory for his parents, but he never met them. This is the woman that raised him. She is by far, I think, more important than Uncle Ben was. I know Uncle Ben is like the the point in which Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. But With great Aunt May, power comes great responsibility. But yeah, for him, Aunt May was Uncle Ben. Yeah. Oh, my God. When she's dying and she still says the line, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, I cried, dude. Good hit, good hit, man. Thanks for bringing that Yeah, I, I, that was a great way to show how how serious of a villain Goblin was. But damn, I wasn't expecting it. I really was not expecting her death. I think that's what makes that movie so good. Is that it had like real stakes in which someone died. And you know, Marvel's not very good at doing that, as we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Like, how could they not kill those characters off? Whatever, you know, not the point. The point whoa, is Whoa, whoa, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, they killed off characters, my friend. Bro, yeah, not ones that you didn't meet in that movie. Was that not gut wrenching for you? It though? was, it okay. was, but listen, All right, man, then. for I the overall story. The overall story, you telling me, you telling me that their deaths would mean the same as Gamora or Drax's death in the story. Like, don't get me wrong. They were fucking gut-wrenching. So you're saying Teeth's fucking uh, floor and fucking... Lila. Lila's life were less important than the other characters' lives? Uh, Is that what you're telling me? They were less impactful, Jason. Okay, I thought it was pretty impactful. And for them to do it in one movie and... And just... They did it well. They did it well. Okay, it just okay. for the overall Marvel storyline, does it change anything? Does but, it have yeah, any but, real stakes? Okay, okay, but but how how would you have wanted him to writ the, written one of those main characters dying? Because the only one that I would really feel for if a character died, the way it was written within that movie that we saw was probably Rocket. Really, I feel like they. 
they played upon a lot of these characters relationships to each other i mean you saw how how drax truly does love everybody you saw how close he and mantis are uh the relationships that they've all created together yeah, i thought it was... honestly i don't think it would have hit the way you don't think I it would have hit the way that I... lila and oh, only reason, and yeah, only, yeah, yeah, only, only, yeah. I, I don't think so. Only reason is because I think that we all came in knowing that this was James Gunn's last film with. We were all the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and we were all expecting for him to kill off some of these characters because also um, uh, Chris Pratt was saying that he wasn't going to do under the right circumstances, right? But it technically was his last contract, so he could have killed off Peter Quill. He could have killed off a lot of these characters. Which we were expecting. That's why I don't think it was going to hit the same like that's, these characters did. That's why I feel like he didn't do it too. Exactly. And I'm just like, man. I mean, don't get that. If forgive me, but even even in um, Black Panther, where we got Ramonda dying, that's a huge one. And shout out to them. That's part of what makes the story feel so grounded. But did you see that coming? No, no, that okay. one. That one threw me for a loop. I was I like, oh my God. Almost, I, I think that's why uh, Tony Stark's death didn't really hit me that much when he died. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't hit me. I because thought I knew he was going to die in that movie. I no, thought it would I be Steve Rogers. Be. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought Steve Rogers, Black Widow, and Tony Stark were going to die. Going oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like there could have been a more serious death. Um, no, Ramondo's pretty good, though. <laughs> I, I, I would say... carried away. But oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's move on. Sorry. My bad, guys. My bad. My, my, my bad. <laughs> anyway, back to Aunt May. Uh, she, she was uh, a great part of the story, and I think she really turns him into the classic version of Spider-Man that I hope we see very, very soon. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. I think the way they they ended it too was amazing. Oh, yeah, I love that movie, dude. Oh, God, I love that movie. And she's not bad one? to look at either. <laughs> this not me, bad. You know what I'm saying? She's not bad to look at. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> uh, speaking of the people not bad to look at, man, one of my crushes growing up, uh, this is going to be my number two, and uh, I think that's why she's ranked so high. Elastigirl, bro. <laughs> from the Incredibles is my number two. That's a great pick. She was going to be in my top as well, so good choice. She just all right. One of the reasons why she's high is because she has a dumpy, <laughs> but she's also a great mom. I find it hilarious that you call it a dumpy. That's pretty great. That's pretty <laughs> she's got great. A dumpy, bro. Got, <laughs> dude, Disney has no right to give a lot of their moms dump trucks. Yeah, They're like fair. notorious for that. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but not only that, dude, she has superpowers and she's a great mom, dude. She uh even retiring, letting letting go of her her superhero past, like that's her hobby, like that's her passion. Just because she has kids and like owning up to that. And it can be very tough for parents to do that. Uh, I don't think we realize that as kids until we have our own kids, how much parents sacrifice their lives and their future just because they had kids. And it, I know it's a blessing, but also like they, they they give up a lot for you guys, and that's why I think moms and and dads as well. Like that's why we gotta appreciate them, and that's why I think we have Mother's Day. You know, um, you get you see that in the first movie, like them just like settling down, and also in the especially in the second movie where she's like, 
oh shit, I have a chance to get back my, you know, my, um, my passion, you know? So, um, and realizing that, no, you know what? Family's the most important thing for me. So that's why she's my number two, man. That's a great choice, man. Um, my number two is one that I grew up with that had a great moral compass, uh, showed women, I felt like, showed women how to be strong uh, at any age and to always just try to do the right thing, not just for yourself, but for everybody. Uh, that's Aunt Viv in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I loved her character. I thought she was a perfect match for Uncle Phil. Two great parents in that show. Great pick, dude. Aunt Viv, obviously, it not, and not only to um, her actual kids, but also to her nephew. Mm-hmm. To Will. She did a lot for Will. Yeah, she really did. Oh, amazing pick. Love that pick. Thank you, thank you. And uh, I, like um, the, I like the first oh, actress's version more, but still, still, both versions are good. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a bum. It's a bummer that Fresh um, Will Smith and the first actress did not get along, and that's why she didn't. Will Smith literally said during the making of that show, "It's like it's either her or me. She's got to go." So that's why you get the new outfit. Because her and Will Smith did not get along at all. That's crazy that it got that far, but they, they at least they got to talk it out on camera, so that was interesting. Oh, did they? Yeah, on the watch the reunion episode. Oh, they finally on the reunion, they, she came they, out. Yeah, they Whoa. interviewed together, just him and her. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. So, uh, yeah, That's check crazy. it out, man. Check it out. What's your? Damn. What's your? What is this? Your last pick. Yes, my number one pick, and it's going to be Mrs. Gump from Forrest Gump. Great fucking choice. That's a great <laughs> choice. Dude, she, oh, re- man. she knew her child's limitations, and she knew what he was, but she loved him so much and knew that he was capable of so much more that him being mentally challenged was, you know, he's still capable of great things. I don't care what his challenge is, he's still like everyone else. Um, my <laughs> my uh, a scene that I, I just want to bring up, just because when I was a kid, first seeing this movie, did not catch this. But uh, when when she wants to put him in school, and the principal's like, he's just under, hmm. yeah, you know, he's just yeah. under here. And he's like, well, is there anything I can do so he can be just above that, so he can be with the normal kids? And he looked he looks at her and he's like, is there a Mr. Gump? Mrs. Gump? And she's like, he's on vacation. And then they cuts into the scene and he's like grunting because he obviously she's doing anything she can just to put him in normal school so he can have a normal life. Uh-huh. And Forrest is just sitting outside. Principal comes and says something. He's like, boy, your mother will do some things just so you can have a great education. And he looks at him and he starts grunting like him. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. that shit was fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, dude, just shows how much she's willing to do anything for her son to have a better life, a normal life, as much as she could. And uh, definitely, you know, just made raise him as uh, as the best hearted kid ever. Very oblivious, but uh, she made sure that he had the biggest heart. Yeah, no, that's a great pick, man. I think she was uh, one of the best moms to watch on screen too. 
shout out to uh, oh she was gosh. also an Aunt May, bro. Sally Field. Yeah, yeah. Sally Field. <laughs> shout out to her. Uh, she plays multiple good moms in several movies, actually. Mrs. Shout- oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to go into my last pick. Uh, this one is a mom that also is unyielding in a, a very different way, but also shows tons of love to her kids while being probably the most intelligent, protective mom I've ever seen. Uh, I'm talking about Emily Blunt in A Quiet Place. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Watching that movie, uh, Evelyn Abbott is a fucking gangster. When she goes into labor and she's trying not to scream so that thing doesn't hear her and she gets into the tub. While she's giving birth. uh Uh-huh. That shit is wild. And then how she's able to get up, go... Go down to that other that like shed that they have, get the baby in the shoebox, and be able to hide, and then slowly swim out when it starts flooding. I was like, my God, this woman is making sure all these kids make it out. You know what I mean? That is crazy. Yeah, if you really great. think about it, right? Like being in pain while being in labor, while if you're making a sound, this creature is going to hear you and kill you. That's all the moms that I that I've uh, watched that movie with, when they see that scene, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like you can see it in their face. They're like, "Oh no, I would never." Yeah, they're like, "I, I could don't know never do it." Yeah, uh, that's a that's a gangster mom. So that was uh, that's got to be my number one pick if I had to pick a number one, just because of what she was able to do. And shout out to John Krasinski sacrificing himself as the dad, but uh, she makes it so. Yeah, you know, there we are. Yeah, shout out to him. You know what, dude? I forgot to mention my real number one. <clears throat> I forgot there is it was just it was a surprise for you. But my real number one, it's gonna be Cersei from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, dude. That's, That's the one. That's the best what? mom ever. No, no, just... <laughs> uh Catelyn Stark from Game of Thrones. Um, you know All what, man? Kids... She's not She's not the worst, but she's not good. Yeah. Like all of her choices uh, end up getting her kids killed, and she does it all behind their back. Yes, dude, it's crazy. Um, very bad mobs in Game of Thrones, I will say that. Uh, obviously, not Cersei, guys. I just hate her. I just thought it'd be funny to mention her. Um, some some uh, ones that we didn't mention: Mrs. Jumbo, Dumbo's mom. Great pick. Great mom. I'm gonna say Lorelai Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls. Never seen it, so I don't know. But it does seem like she's a great mom, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Peg Boggs from Edward Scissorhand, the the one that took in Edward Scissors. Edward. Okay, okay. I like yeah. that. I got one for you. Um, Brie Larson in The Room, where she gets kidnapped, oh. gets impregnated, and she's stuck in a room with her son, and they escape out. Oh, she raises yeah. him to be like a positive kid. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but I know the whole storyline. Yeah, apparently. Okay. I mean, that's what got her the Best Actress Oscar, I think. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, don't, I haven't seen that one. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Marge Simpson. You the know? Simpson. Yeah, she's uh, she's this, not an amazing mom, but she she loves her kids. She tries. She does love she her kids. She tries real hard. Uh, I thought this one was funny just because it was funny. I don't think she's a good mom in any way, especially that since she hooked up with one of her friend's kids. Ooh, uh, one of her kids' friends, and that's Stifler's mom, you know? 
Uh, that's a great one to throw in there, Stifler's mom. That's iconic, though. You know what I'm saying? Iconic. That's I agree. And uh, another would... mom that's not good, uh, Kate McAllister uh, from Home Alone. Oh, how are you gonna know... how are you gonna forget your kid twice, bro? Yeah, no, I saw her in some lists as one of the best moms. I was like, how? Just because she went back to like get her kid after she forgot him? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. <clears throat> yeah, no, that. Catherine O'Hara does a great job of being likable, but that's a that's a terrible mom on that one. Terrible. Uh, I guess we're not being forgiving to that one. Like, like if it happens once, okay, I get that. But twice, bro. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. It doesn't just happen <laughs> once. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I've got a um, – did you ever see Changeling with – God, what is her name? Jesus is going to kill me. Huge actress. Uh, she was married to Brad Pitt for a long time. Why am I? Jennifer Aniston? <clears throat> no, after her. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Thank you. God, that was going to kill me. Angelina Jolie in The Changeling. Her son goes missing. Uh, I think. Oh, Changing uh, Lanes? Say what? Changing Lanes? No, Changeling. Uh, Changeling. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's set in like the 30s or 40s. Her son goes missing and it's based on a true story and she like spends the rest of her life looking for him. It's just a story about the woman. Uh, very, very good mom. Like she, I know her son goes missing, but he did get, like it wasn't because she wasn't a good parent and didn't watch him. It was just one of those like you turn for a second and then they're gone. Yeah. A lot of stories about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, any more for us, Jason? That's all I got on my end, but Yeah, that's the last one for me. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Jason, did you have any shout-outs you wanted to make before we wrap it up? Hey, shout-out to all the moms, mm-hmm. uh, even the dog moms. And You guys have a special place in our heart for us. Thank you for everything and putting up with us, especially the young boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope you guys had a great Mother's Day. Absolutely. And as I mentioned before, one of the best phrases I'd ever heard about moms is, is, again, you do get to see the worst of us. That's true. But you also get to see the absolute best of us. Uh, and that's and that's something that moms get to see more of than anybody else. Both, but they get to see it all. Uh, happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. We love you guys. Shout out to Gabby amazing mother to my child and shout out to my mom shout out to jason's mom um, thanks, thanks, mama. thanks again for everybody for listening don't forget to follow us on instagram at revenge underscore of the pod uh we love you we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you next week for another episode of revenge of the pod